Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. Hi, I'm John Weeks, and this is The Leader Weekends. Every Saturday, we're bringing you a bonus episode taken from our business podcast, How to Be a CEO. This is a cut-down version, so you will need to hit the link in the show notes to hear the full thing. Brand new episodes of How to Be a CEO are released every Monday morning. Now, let's begin. Right, get your pens ready, here's a history lesson and we will be asking questions later. The first proper book known to have been written was The Epic of Gilgamesh, a poetic biography of a Sumerian king. The oldest known copy was made around 2000 BC. The printing press was invented in 1436. The first publishing house was the Cambridge University Press, founded by Henry VIII in 1534. And you know what? The practice of publishing has barely changed since then. In the realms of how to be a CEO, there is an art to coming in and looking at something that already exists. And how far do you balance, okay, what have we got now versus where do we want to be in the future? Will Harris is the CEO of Unbound, a digital publishing house with the intention of disrupting one of our oldest industries. I'm David Marlson from the Evening Standard. Publishing may be old, but it's following principles that have been around for centuries and has been doing just fine. So when we meet Will, I want to know why does publishing need disruptive? First of all, thanks uh, for having me, David. You can argue that the biggest disruption in publishing really in the last 20 years is the audiobook, right? That audible model of buying a subscription to, to just get a book rather than sort of buying an individual book. But I think there are a number of reasons that publishing is, is ripe for disruption now. I mean, one is that we are spending so much of our time online that it makes sense to have a sort of closer relationship between our online lives and our offline lives. And books are about as offline as it gets, really. I think the second thing is that I think we're all recognizing in today's world a greater need for diversity. You know, publishing is still a, particularly over here, it's a pretty white, it's a pretty middle class industry. It's a world where we could be doing a lot better to elevate a lot of different voices. It's also an industry where um, you're seeing a lot of consolidation. The big publishers are sort of, you know, merging together. Amazon obviously has become such a, a huge force in our lives. How do you disrupt something which may not want to be disrupted? The way that we work is that when we decided to commission a book and we're working with an author and we've got a title and we've got, you know, the idea and how it's going to work, 
We then take that out to our digital platform and let the crowd decide if it should be funded and if we should publish it. It obviously financially de-risks what you're doing. So rather than making a bunch of bets that you're pretty sure are going to fail, every book is at least going to wash its own face. So you've got a great opportunity there. The second thing is you can see where those audiences are, where those readers are, where they gather. So, you know, we publish books that appeal to the, you know, people who are interested in video games, for example, and we can go and talk directly to those gaming communities and say, look, this is a book that we're making for you guys. Come and get involved. We allow people to pledge for different sort of levels of engagement with the book. So you can just buy a copy of the book, maybe for a tenner, but for 20 quid, maybe you can buy a signed copy of the book. Interesting that you're kind of heading into niche communities and marketing within those. Is that bringing new readers in? Our average reader is is younger than the average age by, of, a, of a book purchaser quite significantly. You're right. The internet was built for niche communities, right? It's where, you know, everybody assembles, whether they're assembling on social media, whether they're assembling on subreddits. And sort of by its nature, publishing is designed to be broad. You want a bestseller, it's like, well, you've got, then you've got to appeal to as many people as possible. And if you're only appealing to a small community, ah, how do I really measure the size of that community? How do I know they're really going to be engaged? Well, guess what? If you get them in at the very beginning of the process, as we do, you can make sure they're engaged. And not only can you, you know, tailor something to them, but you can find out where more of them are and actually build a business. How do you attract those authors? You know, people like you're working on this Douglas Adams book. That's a big name. He, he, he's now late, of course. You've got, you know, Jim Watt, Vic Reeves. He's a big, big name. How do you attract people in there? Because there is risk. This is a new model. It's perhaps unproven. Why should I publish my book through you when I've got one of the big five publishers interested in buying this? So I think one thing is that we offer you a much more, as a, you know, to, as an author, we offer you a much closer relationship to your community. If you're writing for a traditional publishing house, your relationship is with your editor of that publishing house. And then the person at the publishing house has a relationship with Amazon, and then Amazon has a relationship with your reader. Whereas with the Unbound model, okay, if this book happens, somebody that you want to be your reader has got to pay for it to fund it. And so you've immediately got that relationship. We allow authors to publish updates to the people who have pre-ordered or pledged for the book. They get access to be able to send the messages. We will be allowing authors to build communities on the Unbound platform over the coming months that allow them to directly communicate with their readers. Are you working differently with different kind of tiers of, of authors, your first time authors, your debut authors? Are they getting offered the same kinds of deals as some of, uh, of a bigger name? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's, it's a fair question. And the way that it's traditionally dealt with in, in publishing is you sort of fundamentally have the same percentage of royalties paid out, but you might be given a bigger advance. And so what we're really trying to do is come up with contracts. And of course, we've got different contracts for not just, I don't want to say tiers of authors, but of course, for different sectors, because different sectors perform differently. Let's take a break. Why not grab a coffee and read a short story? Oh, and hit your follow button so you never miss an episode of How to Be a CEO. We'll be back after these. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Let's talk about Unbound itself because this is a publisher. It's not a self-publisher. You've talked about the staff that you have, the commissioners, and you release actual books as well, don't you? It's not just for e-readers. We do publish things physically. We just happen to operate a, a very, very neat and very unique digital platform. You know, the great thing about disruption to an industry is that it doesn't always have to be subtractive you know you can add things on so yes we have this crowdfunding element and yes we do these these really cool digital editions but you can also buy books direct from our website you can physically go into waterstones if you're in the states you can go into barnes and noble and physically pick up very beautifully created our production team works very hard to make sure that the uh, the books that we create are are fantastic whether they're black and white you know novels or whether they're full-size color coffee table books in publishing itself, your own background isn't entirely within the publishing industry or the book publishing industry. How has that industry reacted to your arrival? I'm sort of progressively getting more old fashioned. I've gone from sort of YouTube to magazines to radio and now to books. So I'm kind of going, I'm kind of going backwards in, in length of time. Showing people the advantages of what you can get out of digital and the advantages of this disruption, as opposed to just the sort of negatives that they will nevertheless experience, is actually a great way of getting people on board and bringing them along with you. Look what you get out of this. You've got all this incredible data about what people want to inform your commissioning decisions. Look what else you can get You can, you know, by having a direct-to-consumer relationship, maybe by launching a subscription model. Isn't there a, a risk that right now you're running more or less competitive-free, but you know some big major company like Hachette or something could go, do you know what, why don't we just do it ourselves? Just because a big publisher or a big company can throw money at a problem doesn't mean they can solve it. As a CEO, you've got to recognize your strengths and weaknesses. Our weakness is that we don't have the cash to deploy that a bigger company does, but our strength is greater focus, greater mission, better people, better determination, a clear goal. And also we're not trying to internally compete. You know, I've seen what it's like when you work in big companies and the digital division is competing against a more traditional division. You know, the internal competition can be more divisive and more destructive than the external competition. You've only been in the position a few months as, as we're doing this recording now. When you started, was it, would you focus on, right, what are we going to be doing right now? Or is your focus on, where do we go in one, two, three years' time? There is an art to coming in and looking at something that already exists when you're a CEO that's been brought in, right? And how far do you balance 
okay, what have we got now versus where do we want to be in the future? I've done this a couple of times now, and there's a process that you kind of go through of, okay, what are the bits in this business that are really working? If you had to just leave everything else and just focus on a core, what would you do? But job number two is, where do we see this in three years? What have you got reading on your your bedside table right now, Will? And and make sure it's one of your own. Make sure it's one of your own. (laughs) It is. I am currently reading. I find very therapeutic. I have a great book that we've just published called Birds by Jim Mower, who is um, the, the comedian known as Vic Reeves. And he's a fantastic watercolor painter. And he's drawn um, a whole bunch of the um, uh, sort of indigenous British bird species. And um, there's a little cute little fact to go with every single one of them. And it's a great little bedside book. That was Will Harris from Unbound. Do you know where else you can get interviews, news and analysis? The Evening Standard newspaper or go online to standard.co.uk forward slash business. How to be a CEO is back on Monday morning. Let's meet up again then. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.